Welcome to another episode of After the Whistle. I'm Kellen. I'm here with Evan and Kaylin. How you doing, Kellen? <laughs> I'm, I'm good. How are you? It's not oh, I'm funny. <laughs> oh, we Becca showed up. Uh-huh. Oh. So, didn't, didn't even see you there. Wow. A little bit of background context for you. They didn't even <laughs> notice I was here. So Becca not went to the, kidding. Becca went to the bathroom while we were setting up for the show and she went to the bathroom. I gave her the radio card. She comes back in, puts her radio card on the table, says, Reaches all over. right, let's go. No, no, no. I, <laughs> I hand Evan the radio card. He slide, He sets it down next to him. I reach over Kaylin to grab my laptop. Did not notice. I said, all right, let's go. Sat alone in the room for five minutes before I typed on the Google Doc that I was ready to go and... And they asked when I got back. And everyone was like, where's Becca? Yeah, She's taking a noticed. long time. We were all in the room, and all three of us were just <laughs> did not notice for one millisecond. Then we're did like, not recognize at all. Then we're like, oh, yeah, she's in the room. Great. We didn't even realize who was typing. Like, we didn't even think it could be Becca. I was, I was like, like, who, Evan, who hacked our Google Doc? <laughs> well, you sat in the room. I was like, oh, my God, how did Becca get in the room? Like, <laughs> I forgot that I'd given you the card. Oh, God. And then Kaylin and Evan didn't believe Kaylin and uh, Kellen didn't believe me, and I was like, Evan has the radio card. Here's your <laughs> proof. <laughs> Sorry, that's 25 cents, but I will gladly give it to you. So, Anyways, yeah. how are, are you, Becca? <laughs> Other than that, how do you think I am? Just dandy. Great. All right. <laughs> so, moving on. Where should we start? Yeah, Carlson? Some, some hockey stuff to get to. You want to start with Carlson? Sure. Yeah, let's just start with... Uh, players being like you know emotional. Well, go so, ahead, Kellen. Okay, Kellen. Yeah, get it right. Um, <laughs> so Eric Carlson on San Jose after a game, reporter came out. He's like, "So, or do you want to give the quote? You know the exact words, Evan." Yeah. So yeah. he comes out and the <laughs> oh, it's so cringy. <laughs> he comes in and the and the guys are like, "So, thanks for doing this, Eric." And he's like, "Yeah, no problem. Yeah, yeah." And so he, and the reporter starts out with. So the time is nigh. <laughs> that was really funny for the though. big for the big game in Ottawa, and he just like, yep, and just walks, <laughs> walks right walks away. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, you can overhear the press or the uh, the PR guy standing <laughs> off to the side, like, yeah, guys, we're just talking about tonight's game, but apparently that reporter didn't get the memo, and no. that's a bit embarrassing. But uh, eh, mistakes happen, and you can obviously tell for for Carlson that. He just doesn't want to deal with the Toronto media. He was already probably, um, I don't know what the word is, dreading going up with the Toronto media again. And he's like, okay, we're just talking about tonight's game. It'll be fine. I don't want to answer any questions about the Ottawa game. We're just going to talk about the game tonight, which was the Sharks versus the Leafs. And then the reporter just leads out with this massive question, <laughs> just this super obnoxious question. Nigh. And Eric Carlson's just like, ah, uh, no. Yeah, like other, <clears throat> excuse me. Oh, God. <laughs> Other players have refused to answer questions before, and like they're just like, nope, not answering that, or like yeah. they're like, next. I don't think He's I've ever like, seen one just like he was just like, mm-hmm. and he just like laughed. That was really funny. I watched you sent the video in the chat, and I was like, ten seconds. Yeah, it literally, <laughs> literally walked up. He heard the word Ottawa, and he laughed. He's like, mm-hmm. I mean, he, do we have a problem with him doing that? Uh, oh no! No, I think it's not. funny, yeah. and I think he doesn't owe Ottawa anything. I don't. Even, oh no! No, I just thought it was funny. It's so funny, and I don't think I, he owes the reporters an answer on that no. either. So. The parameters of the interview were set before he went on, and then that reporter just 
didn't get the didn't get the message or didn't didn't he hear about that. He was left out of the email so, thread. Yeah, yeah. Wow, he, he didn't get CC. <laughs> Becca can relate. <laughs> or maybe he was. Or maybe they just they, didn't see him. Maybe they just didn't see his name. You, you never know. Or they thought they sent it to him, but they didn't. <laughs> Yeah, so, I mean, for Carlson, he's answered questions to Canadian media. He was the captain in a Canadian market, and so he's had to deal with press, and now that he's in San Jose, he, he doesn't have to do anything. He's he, he's a free man. He can do whatever he wants, so yeah. more power to him as far as I'm concerned. It was just kind of funny. Yeah, I, lo- I love it. I love it. Uh-huh. <laughs> Who? <laughs> Who said that? Wait. Kaylin. Sound more like yourself, please. Jesus. He's, uh, you're totally right. But... <laughs> what does that mean? Kellen, you're Becca to- doesn't exist. It's actually just been me talking. Kaylin <laughs> <laughs> just slightly that's changed why You mixed voice. up the personalities there. That's why our voices sound so similar, because it's just been me the whole time. That's the, it's just Kaylin. And she just changes the voice frequency while she edits. <laughs> She layers it over top. She laughs twice. Even, even when we have arguments and conversations, it's just me having both sides. Much as Kayla records without the boys after she creates Becca. <laughs> just kidding. I'm I'm here. Okay, Kaylin. Uh, anyway. So final thoughts were: as soon as he hears the weird words Ottawa, he's just like scratching his ear. He just. Heel turn, just walks out. So yeah, head well, down, like no. I feel like Becca's gonna do that right away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're close. <laughs> All right, are we ready to move on here? Yeah, let's Any, move anything on. Else you want to say? You know what? Let's give let's give some airtime to Becca here. Who? <laughs> let's give airtime to our gritty update respondent. Yes. So glad that they still gave me this. <laughs> It's a good one. Because you were probably all scared that you wouldn't be hearing about... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm trying to find something. <laughs> Maybe this is why they chose to forget about me. You're probably all scared you wouldn't be getting a gritty update because I no longer exist. Plot twist, I'm still here. <clears throat> Dad surprises Flyer's fan daughter with gritty wedding appearance. Beautiful. Basically, the dude showed up to this chick's wedding. And she's, like, hyped. Like, if gr- she, like she is me... In Philly. <laughs> if Gritty showed up to my wedding, I don't, I'm not a Philly fan, but like I'm a Gritty fan. You feel? Who isn't though? Yeah. I mean, Gritty's like, he's everyone's favorite uncle. Okay. <laughs> he's <laughs> everyone's creepy uncle, but like also the favorite uncle. You know that vine where it's like, it's your uncle. <laughs> what? <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? This little girl answers the door. She's like, who is it? Then this like creepy guy comes through the door. He's like, it's your uncle. And but Gritty, Gritty That's was off having, topic. Hang on a sec. He, he was invited. He didn't just show up. He had a fun time at the wedding. Mm-hmm. There's videos of him in this article on NHL. Um, he's like he's like in the dance circle and he's like breaking it down with people. He's like got his feet propped up at a table. Drank like, some yeah, wine. Yeah, he had some wine. He's got like a few glasses in front of him there. But uh it's it's a very random thing to just invite an NHL mascot to your wedding. I don't wedding. think that's ever been done. Yeah. Leave it to Gritty, though, to break new break new territory for NHL mascots and oh, what they yeah. are. Next thing is for somebody to get ordained and actually marry a couple. <gasps> that's the Gritty next one. Do it. I don't know how Gritty could Becca's do it. He doesn't taking talk. notes right now. Although, by the way, guys. <laughs> Happy Easter, everyone. Who 
sorry. <laughs> anyway. It's your uncle. It's your uncle. <laughs> I'm so glad we have that context. You're um, welcome. Anyways, I'm glad to know that it is an option to have Gritty marry me. Um, Somebody a lot of people don't think that's going to happen for me, but it might. Well, Gritty's Gritty. up there. He's an eligible bachelor, ain't he? <laughs> I mean, I mean, if I can't get it. a real boy, how would I get a mascot who lives a big in orange Philly? Boy. Yeah. <laughs> if I can't get a real boy, how would I get an orange boy? Oh my god! With those googly eyes. <laughs> Hang on a sec, uh, Kaylin. I'm gonna send you the link to that. And we're gonna tweet that video out. <laughs> the it's your uncle video. Do you not have the Twitter? No, I I don't. I'm not. I'm not. You guys don't let me have the Twitter. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> You, you're not allowed. Okay. It's your uncle. Tweet that guy you out. You forgot about the apostrophe. Excuse me. It's your uncle. So, anyways, Gritty will be the minister at my wedding. Sorry, mom. He will also be invited. Um, he also, though, celebrated hockey fights cancer. He changed. He swapped out his Flyers jersey. Well, he, I mean, it was still a Flyers jersey, but it's purple this time. Lavender. One of my favorite colors. Lilac. <clears throat> lilac lavender same 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 goodness what speaking of hockey fights cancer okay <laughs> <laughs> yep take it away um last night the game between the jets and the blackhawks was their hockey fights cancer game mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was sporting those yeah lavender so like oh yeah um but good cause anyways do you have mm. any so thoughts? last night i was watching the game <laughs> and they were bringing out these four kids that have fought or beaten cancer anyway so like i was sitting on the couch and like real man tears came out real man tears yeah were the tears cry were the tears actually like streaming like did you did your eyes water up or did you actually start no they watered up and i was like oh god i gotta stop my mom was crying beside me but like she always cries that so (laughs) i swore (laughs) great yeah that's another quarter down the down the old dollar seventy five. Great. God. Kill You're at a dollar seventy five and me and Evan are at a quarter. And Caitlin's at I zero. I don't know anything. Yeah, it's but hockey fight no, I I owe a quarter. Yeah, yeah. that's what we said. That's oh we, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Did we give context of a swear jar or did we like not? Yeah. We did? did we? I, think I don't so. know if we heard. I think last, it's just implied. Okay. Last step? Oh, yeah. it was just we implied. have a swear jar, cool. Because you know, all those whistles you hear are those are swears. Those are swears. And they're yeah, usually from me. And they're, yeah. Yep. Uh-huh. All from Kellen. One day when I was editing, I, I got a little fed up with putting in the whistles. <laughs> she was pissed. So I... Is that a... I talked to Becca no, she was about it. Mad. Oh, and I... Really? I wasn't mad. I was just kind of annoyed. You it was mad. A, Yeah, okay. <laughs> I talked to everyone about it, and we all agreed that we should have a penalty. Yeah. Well, I mean, we all agreed easily because Kellen's going to be buying us coffees. Yeah, we're probably not going to... Oh, any money is just killing are we all even okay anyway so anyway hockey <laughs> fights cancer hockey <laughs> fights cancer yep. yeah it's a great cause it, they do it every year and um yeah the month of november is hockey fights cancer month what's that Kellen? i have a question yeah do they because last year i went to the game hockey fights cancer and me and my mom went and she was crying anyways so it was against the blackhawks again is it always do we always pick the blackhawk game because jonathan taze is from winnipeg is that Maybe. why I don't know. It might just fall because they schedule certain games around like the same time every calendar year. But so it would make sense. Maybe I don't know if that's like a direct. Because he's the he does the face off with Blake Wheeler, right? So mm-hmm. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. So hockey fights cancer. Obviously, great cause. I don't think I literally don't think anyone 
disputes that gritty also great cause <laughs> just in himself just in himself <laughs> but also speaking of gritty and the flyers ron hextall well, is re- relieved of his duties he this gone. week gritty for gm yeah. gritty for gm <laughs> not often Hashtag. that you see that you see a, a gm get fired mid-season but uh yeah ownership really had an issue with hextall's lack of doing anything hextall, hextall. yes yeah, specifically about hextall that's my that's my theory anyway but it was just his overall because before philadelphia always seemed to be before hextall i mean Philadelphia always seemed to be in the middle of things and like getting free agents and shaking things up and making big moves and Hextall came in just did nothing all he did was draft players and try to build from within (laughs) and apparently the uh the ownership group there in Philadelphia didn't like that plan and it obviously hasn't brought a ton of uh consistent success because they they aren't exactly a, a consistent team and they weren't last year either but I feel like the reason they're inconsistent isn't because of the, the structure of their squad or the talent that they have, because they do have talent. It's just the inconsistency stems from what I can see is from Dave Haxtall. And people, especially fans in Philadelphia, were screaming for Haxtall's head last year after the team would go on a seven-game losing streak and then a five- or six-game winning streak, and then they'd lose a whole <laughs> bunch of games in a row. They were so hot and cold. <laughs> Okay, so, sorry to interrupt. The you. team was so hot and cold that Dave Haxtall. <laughs> I, I think you need a little context for this interruption. Yeah, go ahead. So Becca was she wrote she emphasized something on the Google Docs and on mine is like the anonymous Quoka is editing. I was like, the f- is a Quoka, and then that's one coffee. Actually, you forgot the tax. Um, and then I'm like... There's no interest in this jar. Anonymous, <laughs> anonymous quota, it you. It's Becca. Because I can't <laughs> see what I am on the Google Doc, but apparently I'm an anonymous quota. And if you were wondering what a quota is... <laughs> <They're> super cute. <laughs> I don't know what it is, but it's cute. It's like a little bear mixed with a beaver and a squirrel. <laughs> it's a lot. But it's cute. And it, it me. Are you Googling a quota right now? Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it would help if I could spell Q U O K A. right? Tweet that shit out. Okay. okay. Oh, let me throw another quarter in the old swear jar. You swore? Just doesn't know. even oh, notice okay. them anymore. It's just Coca. Okay. Anyway, so sorry that we rudely so interrupted you. Back to you. No, is the only member of or the not. genus Cetonix. It's a small <laughs> macropod about the size of a domestic cat. But why is Google making hey, anonymous quota? Like <laughs> other marsupials, Google Wilden, like other marsupials in the macropod family, he is a herbivore. And then Kaylin's anonymous squirrel. Like I'm boring. not an anonymous squirrel. I own the dog. Oh. I'm Evan above is buff. Con- I'm, I'm above buff concussion. What okay. am I? Evan's anonymous squirrel. Yeah. So Becca's quota. Evan Squirrel. I want to be a cool guy. I don't like You're just K. <laughs> yeah, well, some of us are cuter than others. Ooh. I'm glad my online presence is cute. Okay, yeah, well, you have a marsupial pouch, and you put your young inside of it, and it's covered in mucus. That's, <laughs> that's actually disgusting. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> this just in, we also talk about marsupials, not, not hockey. <laughs> Maybe he plays hockey. You don't know. <gasps> the new MVP? 
Your MVP. Oh, great movie. The anonymous Coca. MV MVQ. <laughs> Most valuable Coca. <laughs> okay, here we go. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Okay, but seriously, of all the animals, why am I anonymous quokka? It's random. It's weird. <laughs> How is this little baby boy weird? What? Are you implying have that you a ever quokka's heard, weird? Have you ever heard of a quokka before today? I own several quokkas. I'm the quokka manufacturer in Manitoba. I'm the go-to ing- linguistics expert in communicating with quokkas. What's happening? <laughs> I think that's a lie. <laughs> Evan, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call you out and uh, <clears throat> say you're lying. Yeah, Evan you is would. a liar. <laughs> Typical. So Dave Haxtall. <laughs> back, back to hockey. Philadelphia Flyers head coach. Inconsistency has plagued that team since he took over, and I feel like Haxtall was really reluctant to make changes at head coach, considering that I believe he hired Haxtall as well. And it was that indecision, it was that lack of action that resulted in him losing his job midseason, which you don't see very often. So I don't know. That's all I have to say about that. And overall, I feel like Haxtall's done actually a pretty good job of drafting. They got. They drafted um, uh, Carter Hart in the minors, who's going to be their goaltender of the future when he's ready to take over. Love Carter Hart. You have um, Nolan Patrick, who was really – that wasn't really much of a drafting decision, but Provorov was, absolutely. Mm -hmm. They drafted Provorov. I believe he drafted Gostaspare as well. So he's done a pretty good job of drafting and building from within, but I don't know. I think it was that decision about the head coach that really – made their decision although it is odd to note that they uh uh they didn't fire Hextall with Hextall because usually they'll do that or that that happens is if they want to fire a GM they'll fire the coach as well they would have hacked Hextall <laughs> oh, <stop>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed they would that have given almost, him that was that was Evan's the only one allowed to tell bad jokes. They would have given him the hacks. Because it'd be weird if he told a good one. <laughs> yeah, because if Evan told a good joke, it'd be weird. Yeah, that doesn't happen. Yeah. So, yeah, it's weird that they kept Hackstall and fired Hextall. So maybe my theory is pure trash. Oh, so. they're different people. Yeah. I thought you were just pronouncing the names wrong. Dude. <laughs> we literally had this conversation before we recorded so we would know. Oh, at least they won't have that confusion anymore. Maybe that's the reason they wow, did Wow, I'm not the only thing you don't notice. <laughs> Wait, who said that? <laughs> Hilarious. Kaylin, shut up. Kaylin, what do you got to say? <laughs> what do I have to say? Uh, no, um, going off of what you were saying. Sorry, he was talking a- to your Becca alter ego. <laughs> your alter ego. Um, going off what? It's a quarter. That's a quarter. Whoa! I got both of you! 25, 50, 50, $2. Yeah. <laughs> Going off of what you were saying about inconsistencies, I think last season was kind of, like, crossing the line because the Flyers – it was last season, right? They would be winning, like, eight in yeah, a row, and then they'd lose year. seven. Like, what was that? That was just atrocious <laughs> to watch. And they, they they had the talent to go on those runs, right? And they could have actually probably yeah. had a better seed in the playoffs. They were, third, I believe, third in the in the Metropolitan. They're, they played the Penguins in the first round. Yeah. And – they had the talent. They just couldn't seem to put it all together at yeah. the right time or in any consistent way. Because, yeah, Giroux had a monster season. Voracek is playing to his contract, and Couturier has shown up to be playing number one center with Giroux and Voracek on but, his wings. So. But goalies, though. Yeah, goaltending was always an issue, and it seemed like Hextall kept trying to patch it. Like He kept trying to plug holes in the goaltending just until Carter Hart was ready. 
but I guess he wasn't ready fast enough for Hexel to keep his job. Um, so let's talk about a team that is living up to their talent now, is the Buffalo Sabres, who just ended a 10-game winning streak with their loss to Tampa Bay last night. Yeah, heartbreaker. Yeah, like, but, like, the talent's there. In a row. Like, you have Jeff Skinner with 27 points in 26 games, Eichel with 30. You have Rista Linen and Dalene doing great. Like, Reinhardt's been doing really well, too. <laughs> like, jeez. And what I love about the, the Sabres is that on that 10-game winning streak, there's just, like, there's that feeling in the locker room where they're having fun, right? Because when, when Ryan O'Reilly got traded from Buffalo in his lo- in his year-end locker room clean-out interview, he was like, yeah, I just, over the course of this year, I just stopped having fun playing hockey. <laughs> like, the the attitude in Buffalo was so dire and bad, and they were last in the league, and it was no fun. But now this team, there's some, there's some swagger to it. There's some... <laughs> <laughs> Oh, little town of Ebbelham. <laughs> he has the best name now. That's so funny. I can't believe I came up with that. I thought my name was K-Bell's Rig, but no. I like Jingle All the K better, you know? So, anyway, we have na- we have names for our Christmas episode now, which is happening on the 14th, by the way. Not this next. Yeah. We're recording on the 14th, so it'll be in two episodes time. Not, ne- not episode next episode. 11. Yeah. Episode 11, Christmas episode, and we've got our names all picked out, too. Well, we do. Beck, Becca picked our names for us. <laughs> I picked Becca's. <laughs> and I regret it. So stay tuned for that. Stay tuned, because they're pretty great. Yeah, so Buffalo, <laughs> they've, got a, they've got a good team, and they're having fun. Yeah, and I, I like seeing it. There's, there's a lot of goal celebrations. It's a young team. Yeah, a lot of fun to watch. We What's love that? those sellies. Well, like Jeff's – oh, yeah. Um, Jeff Skinner's two goals back of the league leading goals. UFA like, UFA this July. The heck? And Carter Hutton's been like pretty good too. Yeah. So like they're getting effort from all positions. Carter Hutton stepped up and yeah, Skinner's playing for a contract. So that'll be a hefty one. I don't know if it's just because we're in a different conference. Um, but it's kind of been like a it seems like a quiet like success though, hasn't it? Like you hear about Buffalo, yeah, they're doing well, but there's no like major hype surrounding the team. I am so giving the hype. You're, it's coming from you. You're yes. starting it. Start that hype train. There should be some hype. Buffalo is hype. They should be happy. They're good. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, there people should be talking about it more because, especially for a team that has well, like we're giving historically them national exposure right now. International. <laughs> so. How many? How many listeners do you think we have? Um, remember, first episode said 100. It did not. And since then, I thought you said it did. 60. It, it did. Oh, sorry, 60. Close to 100. It's over 50, so we round up. <laughs> By 50? Round. <laughs> it's called multiplying. Well, we have... <laughs> okay. But yeah, it's been it's been a quiet run, but I guess for a team that's kind of been like historically not good. Brutal. Consistently, yeah, brutal. It's weird that nobody's kind of turning their heads towards Buffalo and questioning if... Well, I guess maybe people are questioning if they can hold on to this after Christmas. Yeah, I think I think they could. They're f- they're they battling. The talent. They're battling for first in the NHL, or they did last night against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Yeah, I bet you they're going to be a playoff team this year, or there would be mm-hmm. some catastrophic, you know, collapse if they didn't like make the playoffs. I mean, Buffalo anything Saber can happen moment. leading Maybe. up to Christmas. So, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Kellen, I think I noticed a, a little swear underneath your breath. There, you're you had a problem with your headphones. You let a little. I heard nothing. 
Oh, excuse me. What was it? Um, oh, S-H word. Shoot. No. I'm, I might have said it Shucks. because, like, my ear hurts. 225 and I was like, it is. Ah, shoot. It. That's not a strike that I broke it up. You already mm. swore, though, and Evan caught you. So. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Um, anyways, I don't think Evan's talked enough yet, so. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Evan, what's eating you? Oh, man. <laughs> we don't have to. I don't have to talk. Hello, what's what's eating you? What? Oh, oh, my God. Wow. Don't yell. Okay, no. timer's on. Right right here. Go. What's eating you? No, go. wait. Hang on a sec. Yeah. Let, me, let, me get, let me pull up the link here. Evan. Oh, my God. You guys deleted the link. Yeah, who did that? Deleted what link? The link. It's there. What are you talking about? <laughs> you wow, Colin. Not, not me. It's Why there. It's not me who did that this time. Okay, so <laughs> it's a bit I removed. I didn't get a chance to talk about it last week, but it was kind of bothering me. It it was literally eating me this week. Is <laughs> it? Literally? It was. It took a chunk. Okay, probably not literally. <laughs> you can go. The timer hasn't started yet, by the way. Okay, yeah. Don't start the timer until he's like, Kiko. So... It was to it was Daniel Carcillo's tweet and sort of take on the on the Brian Burke comments about the Carolina Hurricanes win celebrations, right? And he says he says people like Brian Burke continue to drive the NHL's archaic rhetoric of hate. The Canes surge is a positive thing that has the ability to draw in new fans, fans that enjoy the game for skill over violence and hate. Brian Burke's negativity is painful to listen to. So the problem I have with this take is because there were a lot of takes and a lot of, you know, solid, valid takes on the Brian Burke comments. But this, I don't believe, is one of them because <laughs> drives the archaic rhetoric of hate. It's like, is it hate? Because I am pretty sure Burke just said he didn't like it. And then he was reluctant to actually give a reason. He just said, I don't like it because I don't like it. It's dumb. Like, there isn't really much of an opinion there, but it's his opinion. I don't see how it's hateful in any way. He just doesn't like it because he's kind of an older guy and he doesn't like it. I don't see how, it's, how that's hate. Anyway, the surge is a positive thing that has the ability to draw in new fans. I don't know if there are any fans that are going to Carolina Hurricane games now just because they're making these celebrations at the end of wins, at the end of the game. It's like, well, I didn't care about hockey before, but now that they're doing these celebrations, better go watch me a Carolina Hurricanes game. I don't know if that's exactly accurate and then to imply that those fans that are coming to see the teams because of those celebrations are are doing it for quote skill over violence and hate it's like you don't you said in the previous sentence that they're doing it because they came to see the celebration and you can't like i don't know and then he says burke's negativity is painful to listen to it's like yeah that's your opinion you can have that that's a that's fine but the idea that the fans that this celebration would bring in, which I don't think it is, it's bringing a celebration, might be creating a culture, a better feeling around the team, but I don't see how it could possibly bring in new fans just to see the celebration. And then those fans are doing it because they like skill over violence. I don't know. Can you say that? Burn, burn, burn. It's yeah, been a, it's been it's been a long time. <laughs> been, this okay, entire if we were making lunch plans. None of us heard what you said. <laughs> <laughs> but that, 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 that was you your timer. Rant, but you got to rant for like yeah. two extra minutes. So in conclusion, I don't. This Daniel Carcillo take is more like hitting on all of the talk talking points that the media talks about when it comes to to fun in hockey and how hockey should be more fun. It hits on every single one of these those points, but I don't think it actually puts anything together in any cohesive way. I didn't like the take at all. But you articulated it well. And <clears throat> I, you want to? I fundamentally, I think I agree with Carcillo that. 
yeah, you know, it's probably just a fun thing. I don't really have. Yeah. I don't not like it, but I, yeah, the, just I like the way Kersil put his uh put his thoughts there in that tweet didn't make a whole lot of sense. Kaylin, what do you got to say? Um, well, if we compare it to the tweet we talked about last week, if I'm remembering correctly, the Kersil tweet was it had more of like a a, a negative connotation to it. <coughs> Excuse me. Whereas um. The tweet from last week, I think it was uh, Larkin's tweet from the Hockey News, was it, it was much more positive and like you know like instead of bashing on it, let's just try and change the conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's next? Speaking of conversations that don't <laughs> end up the way that you necessarily I know where want you're going. To, I know where you're going with this. Two bowls of Smarties ice cream. Actually, I was oh. I wasn't, okay. but if you want to talk about that now, we can. No, it's, it's fine. You can go where you were going if you don't want. Uh, to, you know, Dustin Bufflin has a concussion. Let's start with that and get to the happy smart. But part. but <laughs> okay. Yeah. But uh, it didn't start out that way. The conversation around it was not geared towards a concussion. There's um, Dmitry Filipovich <clears throat> collected these screen caps of different tweets throughout the night. So the first tweet in this thread is scary moment in Winnipeg is Dustin Bufflin heads to the dressing room after a hard collision with Jamie Alexiak. Hashtag ice surfing. Okay. Second tweet from Darren Drieger that he collected. Applause in Winnipeg as Bufflin returns. Okay, great. Nothing happened. Murat Ates tweeted, one more note on Dustin Bufflin. Maurice indicated that in addition to the concussion protocol he went through and passed, Bufflin has been dealing with a little bit of illness this week. Okay. Ken Weeb tweeted, hashtag NHL Jets. Head coach Paul Maurice says defenseman Dustin Bufflin has been diagnosed with a concussion and he will be placed on IR. And Filipovich's comment on this collection of screen caps was, come on. Like, we should have, like, what happened to the concussion protocol? Like, did did they do anything? Is it not working? Like, what got lost in translation where somebody said, like, oh, he's good to go, but he actually wasn't. He actually does have a concussion. Or did he just not show signs until later? I just I think this is a narrative that's been coming up constantly. Well, what's interesting about the the concussion protocol in the NHL is that if a player does um, have concussion symptoms in a game, uh, the concussion has their spotters and they'll flag or they'll call down to the to the team's athletic trainers, and then the trainers are then responsible to administer the test to see if they have a concussion or not. So if it's Game Seven of the Stanley Cup Final and a concussion spotter flags down and calls Dustin Bufflin off for a concussion test, what are the chances that the, the trainer for the team is actually going to let let Dustin make Dustin Bufflin come out of the game? Is that a rhetorical <laughs> question, or did you ask me want, like... Well, no, because, like, it's, oh. well, I don't see why the NHL has put the teams in charge of administering their own... <laughs> their own uh, player's concussion and whether they have one or not. I mean, that seems like it would be a bit of a conflict of interest because... The scenario changes, so there's no consistent way to administer the test. I feel like the, the league would have to supply doctors to make sure that every single protocol is being called I- exactly as it should be because it appears in this scenario that Bufflin comes off with a concussion, tells the trainer that he's fine, does yeah. the test, and apparently gets cleared to play for the rest of the game and then comes out of the lineup after. Now he's on injured reserve. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't see it's bigger than what it was. Yeah. But I think they need something in place kind of like the NFL. Like you're saying, like players go in the blue tent, get a blue tent. Yeah, Yeah, like player safety should have something in place. Like you have to check off this, 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 and this, or you can't go back in. I think the hard thing with diagnosing it so 
early, like Evan was saying, like as soon as he got off, they took him off right away, which is good. They should have. They shouldn't make him move around anymore because that's just going to make it worse Mm -hmm. in the long run. But I think it also is hard because Bufflin might not in himself also realize the symptoms. And if he has the adrenaline still going through from playing the game, he either – not that he doesn't want to, and I'm not saying that he, you know, cares more about the game than his own personal health, but, like, he genuinely might not have felt anything wrong. But I still think that it's better to keep a player out of the rest of the game unless you can go through that checklist, like Kellen was saying, and determine that there is nothing wrong. And if you if there's something that's a little bit out of whack, then I think they should be kept on the bench or in the dressing room. Yeah, it's sort of a strange system that the NHL has put in place here, but and it seems one that teams can easily sort of maneuver around if they really wanted to. And w- what I'm afraid is like, because I w- reading up on this story about Bufflin was that there was a post post concussion syndrome. Like, if you suffer another concussion directly after a concussion here, death can actually occur. Yes. Like, you can actually die. And there was a girl who was playing rugby apparently in Canada that's that died on the pitch and it wasn't that long ago i think it was in 2017 or something or earlier this year yeah um but yeah exactly so it can happen so it's really important that these players come off and aren't allowed to play again so it, i mean a more consistent system clearly needs to come into place guys go ahead <laughs> um and it also like honestly it can mess up your brain too have you seen the movie concussions tell the truth it's yes. concussion singular hey Evan, wow why you gotta make <laughs> no but this is this is true the more concussions that you get the stronger the symptoms are and the longer they last. Yeah. Exactly. And then and then we get into CTE and all the posts and then everything like that. Which is so. a whole other exactly. topic of conversation. But to bring it to a lighter note, something good happened with the Jets. Mm-hmm. Patrick Line happened. He ate two bowls of Smartie ice cream. For <laughs> it's Smarties. <laughs> and it scored. is never Smarty. <laughs> the brand name is literally Smarties. Well, you uncultured know. swine. <laughs> what, is is Smarties on. your favorite? Mine? Yeah. Uh, no, Kit Kat is. Smarties are kind of gross. What? Yeah, uh, Smarties yeah, ice cream is have indeed my top two. Seriously? What? What's your top what's one? What's your top one? Ice cream cake. Does what, that count wait, as ice cream? That doesn't count. We asked your ice cream flavor. Oh, I thought you just meant chocolate bar. My favorite oh. ice cream flavor? No, no, no. I was asking about chocolate bar. Oh, okay. oh, oh. Uh, coffee crisp. Yeah, for sure. It's got to be coffee crisp. Yeah. That's my number one. Then Smarties that's, number two. That's like top three. Kit Kat for sure, though. Yeah. yeah. Really? Debatable. Yeah. Of course. Of course, me and Becca have the same phrase, right? Because we're the same person. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's just Kaylin. It's just me again. What's up? <laughs> No, but Literally, why? she just does this to win every argument and have two of the same opinions. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, the reason he was eating said ice cream, Smarties with an S. Um, <laughs> he is the fourth youngest to score 100 goals. 100, baby. Attaboy, hat trick. No. Most in a calendar weird. month and since Pavel Beer in 94. 94. I wasn't wow. alive. I was. Well, actually, it depends on when that Depends happened. on what month. Yeah. I don't remember. Hey, these two were alive. You were Might born at... Oh, yeah, you were. Becca yeah. was definitely yeah. not alive. Evan and I were born in 94. I honestly don't even... Have my parents even met then? <laughs> oh, my I God. I don't even know. Six years before you were born. Yeah. I the, was just curious. The reason Lana ate the Smarties ice cream... The, the fact that he ate the ice cream isn't the story. The fact that he scored 18 goals in a calendar month is kind of insane. <clears throat> as we said, most since... The Burr, Burr Boy, yeah. B-O-I. And, 11, and he, of, 11 of those came in four games, too. Yeah, like, crazy. Wild. Well, I mean, like, and if the first two months of the season are kind of 
emblematic of Laine's entire career so far is that in the first month he scores three goals and is totally irrelevant on the ice. Sorry. And then, well, because, like, he just wasn't scoring and he wasn't impa- impacting the game at all. And then in November he comes out of nowhere after the after the Finland trip and scores 18 goals in a month and has a five-goal game. It's like it's ice cold to the, the best goal scorer in the NHL. There is no in-between for him for some yeah. reason. And you can't seem to pinpoint when he's going to get on a hot streak. Go ahead, Cone. He just needed to breathe in that Finnish air to get back to himself, man. That, that was it? He yeah. just needed to shoot pucks yeah. at Pepsi cans with Jeremy Roenick. Correct. That's what was happening. That's, That's all it. that happened. Mm-hmm. All right, and just to wrap things up here, I just wanted to make sure everyone knew I won Movember. Yeah, you did. Evan tried. It's really gross. Garbage the lip sweater. At midnight. <laughs> it's over. It's for a good cause. Midnight. Dust off the cookie dust. Did you raise any money? I donate. <laughs> Okay, next week is not the Christmas episode. The week after is, so uh, you won't be hearing my voice for. Well, we never hear your voice. Yeah, you just hear mine. <laughs> You're not real. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Bye.